Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer and today's topic is talking about men's relationship needs. And coming up, I will also do one on women's relationship needs. But I wanted to start with men's relationship needs because I was asked by a women's magazine to write an article on what do men really need in relationships. And the worst advice you can ever receive when it comes to meeting a man's needs is treat them mean, keep them keen. According to Dr. Harley in his book, his needs, her needs. Many of us fall in love with our partners because of the compliments that they give us. Some of us just love to be told we're appreciated, attractive and admired for being a good worker, lover, parent, etc. More men than women in his research had admiration as one of their top five needs. For those that have admiration as a need, and I certainly do, any form of criticism is really likely to drive you further away. And harsh words will deeply hurt you. In fact, if you're being criticised, then it's going to make you want to be nowhere near that person. Because I think that's really human nature. We want to be around people that make us feel good. We want to be around people that make us feel loved, respected, good about ourselves. And if someone's having the opposite effect on us, then obviously it's going to make us shut down, avoid them, be separate from them in some way. So really, in order to increase connection with men and to increase the love, then we need to build up the men in our lives. And this is supported by Gary Chapman's work, The Five Languages of Love, where words of affirmation are one of the main ways that a large percentage of the population feel loved. And I believe that when we start being in a relationship and we're making less of each other, and it's being less than rather than more than, it's a sign that it's, it's going to break up or, or not work. Because relationships, we should be enhancing each other, we should be supporting each other, we should be growing and nurturing each other, rather than putting each other down. Now, yes, it's unrealistic to not have some complaints with whom we live with. John Gottman, in The Seven Principles of Making a Marriage Work, argues that there is a world of difference between a complaint and a criticism. A complaint focuses on a specific behaviour or event. In contrast, a criticism expresses negative feelings about the other's character or personality. He argues that if you need to complain, by all means do so, but be specific about the behaviour instead of attacking them personally. He mentions the importance of avoiding the words you always or you never, which creates hostility and instead to focus on statements. For example, I recommend saying things like, it really feels like I'm the only one doing everything around here. This is going to be far more effective than, you never do anything to help me, you're so lazy and selfish, which is an attack. One lady I shared this with last week burst out laughing, and she said, Nicola, you mean to say that I need to treat my man like my children, praising them, the positive that they're doing, to get more good behaviour. And I said, yes, exactly. This is how all relationships flourish, 
whether at home or in the workplace, we all need to feel appreciated, admired and respected. And as mentioned, Dr Harley in his research said that men had admiration as one of their top five needs from the average score of US men surveyed. And the great thing about the need for admiration is that it's the easiest to meet. All you need to do is express what you truthfully admire and appreciate about our partner and hey presto, we've made their day, we've increased the love, we've increased the connection. It's really that simple. So what else do men need? Well, Dr. Harley listed sexual fulfillment as men's number one need when he looked at all the averages. Men find it easier, he argued, to have sex without an emotional connection compared to most women. He argues that the reason more men than women listed sex as a need is down to hormonal differences. He states that wanting to be intimate with someone because you love them and want to enhance the connection is very different from having sex as a need. You'll know if it's a need because you'll get very frustrated if you cannot have it and when that need is not being met. And it's really important to note that whilst this was the average, of course men and women have all of these needs and women may have this need and a man may not have this need. So this is just talking about the average for the purpose of doing this episode. And so then a second most important need that men stated was recreational companionship. Doing joint activities together was men's second most important need on the list. Men tend to get really into their hobbies, whether it's golf, football, rugby, cricket, tennis, triathlons, biking, sailing, snooker, Formula One, the list goes on. They get really into the activity and it becomes a main focus and a passion and they follow it with all their heart, their soul, their money, their mind. Whereas women... On average, again, and by contrast, care more about who they spend time with, what the topic of conversation will be, as opposed to the avid activity they do when they see their friends. So if you love doing activities and your hobbies bring you a great deal of happiness, it can be very rewarding to share them with those that you love. It can increase closeness in the relationship as your partner begins to associate you with feeling good. So what activities can you do to start or to to together that will magnify the fun, the love and the laughter? Domestic support also came high on the list. The need for having a clean home, meals cooked and childcare done. For many couples I've worked with where both have careers, getting family or hired help has helped in this area. And if it doesn't come naturally, or you're limited on time. So for some in a relationship, they love taking on domestic duties. It's something that they do and they want to do. Yet for others, this can be difficult and be a challenge. So it's really about thinking, is this worth having an argument over? Is this worth destroying our love for each other? What can we do to change it? It's very hard to make someone a very clean and tidy person if that's not their nature. They can do their best, they can go a long way, but they can't completely change. And so it's about accepting, it's about looking at solutions. 
Physical attractiveness also came up in the top five. Many in my coaching think that this is really shallow and that a man should love them for who they are no matter what. Yet in reality, when someone changes their weight, their hair or hygiene routine, both men and women can be turned off. And it's often not a conscious decision, it just happens. Certainly in marriage, we need to check in with each other and whether they still find us attractive. So how can you find out your man's needs? The needs described to you were formulated from the answer to the question, what can your spouse do that will make you the happiest? So to work out what your man needs, ask them how you can make them happy this week, this month, this year. And be sure to communicate your own desires and your own needs. It doesn't matter whether you've been together five weeks or 50 years. Expecting your partner to know what you're thinking is a recipe for a disaster. I've seen many couples waiting, thinking they should know this about me. We've been married for 10 years. You know, why aren't they doing this? They should know. We're not mind readers. We have our own lives, our own focuses, our own activities. We can't play guessing games. Sometimes when we do play guessing games, we get it completely wrong. And that doesn't mean we don't love our partner. It just means we really need them to tell us what they're thinking, what they're feeling. And if it doesn't feel comfortable for you to ask them what their needs are, or ask them how you can make them happy, you can discover your man's needs by observing their behaviour, noticing how they show you care, love and attention. At the beginning of a relationship and in the honeymoon period, we tend to do everything for each other. We tend to say only positive things, give gifts, are more affectionate and attentive. After time, we often fall into the trap of only giving what we need back. So noticing what they're doing for you is a good indication of what they may need. Needs are important because they're what increases our connection and that in-love feeling. Being in love, as opposed to loving someone, helps us to feel closer and let the small irritations go, as well as forgive and forgiveness, which is key for healthy, happy relationships and lives. Lastly, I believe that many of us in life need to be valued, need to be needed. In fact, I think this is a reason why many people, when they hit retirement age, feel depressed or get other illnesses that's because there's no need for them and we all need to be needed we all need to feel important we all need to feel that we're making a difference and this is ever so important in relationships john gottman in his seven principles of making a marriage work cited principle seven and that's about being influenced and he argues that we really need to be influenced allowing your partner to influence you is really important in a healthy, thriving marriage. In fact, he states that wives of men who accept their influence increase the odds that their marriage will survive. So next time you go to make a decision, ask their opinion, or better yet, make it together and allow them to influence you. Allow them in and see your relationship flourish. If you found anything useful in this, then I really encourage you to check out my free ebook, Seven Secrets to Saving Your Marriage, because there's another seven secrets there that one of them may be useful to you. If you have found anything useful as well, I would be so appreciative if you could leave a rating or a review, which just helps the show stay more visible so more people can get the support that they need. From my heart to yours, have a wonderful week ahead. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.